Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi there, welcome to The Tin, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of natural-style aquariums. I'm Scott Fellman, fish geek, amateur philosopher, aquarium industry entrepreneur, and friend of everybody that's into really unusual aquariums. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast, which is kind of going back to one of our uh, fundamental topics that we haven't talked about in a while, and periodically we pull it out as the uh, state-of-the-art changes. Today I call it Cooking with Botanicals. It's basically the art of botanical preparation, probably part 236, or maybe it's 237. We've certainly covered it a lot. People ask a lot of questions when it comes to preparation of botanicals, and so I thought I'd outline a little refresher for those of us that are maybe wondering why we do what we do or why we recommend what we recommend here. Uh, People ask, why do we boil the stuff that we add to our aquariums in the first place? Yeah, that's the single, probably the single most common question that we're asked here at Tannin. And it's the starting point for, I don't know how many discussions over the years, so let's touch on it one more time. Well, why do we do this, Scott? Why don't we just jump right in? To begin with, consider that boiling water is used as a method of making water potable by killing microbes that may be present. Most nasty microbes kind of check out at temperatures greater than 60 degrees centigrade, which is about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. For a high percentage of microbes, if water is maintained at 70 degrees centigrade, 158 degrees Fahrenheit for 10 minutes, uh, many organisms are killed. Now, some are more resistant to heat and may require one or two more minutes at the boiling point of water. Uh, FYI, the boiling point of water is 100 degrees centigrade or 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Pretty warm. But for the most part, most of the nasty bacteria that we don't want on, you know, on our tanks or anywhere near our tanks or our stomachs for that matter are eliminated by this simple process. So 10 minutes of boiling is golden from my, from my uh, point of view. Of course, we boil for other reasons and we'll touch on in just a bit. Well, for one reason, we boil botanicals to kill any possible microorganisms which might be present on them. Leaves and seed pods and all that stuff has been exposed to rain and dust and all sorts of things in the natural environment where they come from, which in the confines of an aquarium could introduce a lot of unwanted organisms and contribute to the degradation of water quality, two things you don't want to do. The surfaces and the textures of many of these botanical items, like leaves and seed pods, they really lend themselves well to accumulating dirt, soot, dust, and other atmospheric pollutants that, although likely harmless in the grand scheme of things, are not the sort of stuff you want to start out with in your tank. So we give all of our botanicals a good rinse. Then we boil. Boiling also serves to soften the botanicals. In other words, it breaks down some of the tissues. If you remember your high school botany, leaves, for example, are surprisingly complex structures with multiple layers designed to reject pollutants, facilitate gas exchange, drive photosynthesis, and store sugars for the benefit of the plant on which they're found. And as such, it's important to get them to release some of the materials which might be bound up in the epidermis, also known as the outer layers in common vernacular, of the leaf. As we get deeper into the structure of a leaf, we find what's called the mesophyll, a layer of tissue in which most of the photosynthesis takes place. Now, we only use dried leaves in our botanical style aquariums because these leaves from deciduous trees 
which naturally fall off the trees in the seasons of inclement weather, have lost most of the chlorophyll and sugars contained within the leaf structures. And that's important because having all these compounds present, as in living leaves, contributes excessively to the bioload of the aquarium when they're submerged. And you don't want to do that. Are there variations on this theme of preparation? Well, sure. Many hobbyists just rinse and then they steep their leaves rather than, you know, a prolonged boil. For the simple fact that the exposure to the newly boiled water will accomplish the potential kill of, un, you know, unwanted organisms. Which is, well, at the same time, it'll soften the leaves by permeating those outer tissues. This way, not only will the, the leaves get softened and go to work right away, releasing the beneficial tannins and humic substances that are bound up in their tissues, they'll sink too. And of course, that's important. Now, I also know many of you who simply rinse and drop, and that works for you too. And I've even played with microwave boiling some of this stuff. I can't take credit for that. My friend Corey Hopkins uh, kind of inducted me into that one. Basically, you just take the uh, botanicals, put them in water, and boil them for about 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And it makes your house smell pretty good too. So yeah, you can do it. It's not perfect. The whole science of preparation is not perfect. However, over the years, we've developed simple approaches to leaf prep that you know might work for the high degree of reliability. Now, there are some leaves, such as magnolia, which take a longer time to saturate and sink because they have a thick, waxy cuticle layer. And then there's others like loquat, which can be undeniably crispy, yet when they steep in the boiling water, they begin to soften and work just fine. So why do we soak after boiling? You hear me talk about that a lot, and we even reference that in our instructions. Well, it's really a personal preference thing. I suppose one could say that I'm excessively conservative about that, really. Um, I personally feel that it releases any remaining pollutants and undesirable organics and dust that might have been bound up in this leaf tissues, and then they're released by boiling, which is certainly arguable. But it's also, in my opinion, a pretty valid point. And since we're a company dedicated to giving our customers the best possible outcomes, I'm going to be conservative and we're going to recommend employing a post-boil soak. Now, the soak could be for an hour or two or overnight. Again, no real science to it. Some aquarists would argue that you're wasting all the valuable tannins and humic substances when you soak the leaves overnight after boiling. And my response is the same. It's always been that you might lose some, but since leaves have a lifespan of weeks, even months, and since you'll see tangible results from them, i.e. tinting of the water, uh, for much of this operational lifespan, an overnight soak is no big deal in the grand scheme of things. In the, in the end, do what's most comfortable for you and okay for your fishes. When it comes to other botanicals like the seed pods, the preparation is very similar. Uh, again, you know, the, the seed pods, most of them, have tougher exterior features and they require a prolonged boiling and soaking periods to release that surface dirt and any contaminants that are bound up in the surface tissues and also to saturate those tissues to get them to sink when you put them in the water. And quite simply, each botanical item behaves just a bit differently. Some may require slight variations on the theme of boil and soak, some testing, some tweaking, and you're, some may test your patients altogether. They may require multiple boils or prolonged soaking in order to get them to saturate or sink. Uh, some of the, the heavier pods like uh, Cariniana pods and Sterculia pods from, uh, from South America, those require uh, a considerable amount of boiling to get them to sink. And they do sink, ultimately, but it's not a quick process. Sometimes it takes like an hour. However, I think all that effort is worthwhile. Now, sure, I hear tons of arguments which essentially state that, you know, these are natural materials, Scott, and that in nature, stuff doesn't get boiled and soaked before it falls into a stream or river. Well, damn, how could I argue with that, right? The only counter-argument I have is that these are open systems with 
far, far more water volume and throughput than our aquariums, right? Nature might have more efficient, evolved systems to, to handle some forms of nutrient excesses and even pollution. It's a delicate balance, of course, but I think you're getting you know, the act of what I'm saying. In the end, preparation techniques for aquatic materials, botanicals and such, are as much about prevention as they are about preparation. By taking the time to properly prepare your botanicals for the aquarium, you're really doing all that you can do to exclude unwanted bacteria and microorganisms, surface pollutants, excesses of sugars and other unwelcome compounds, etc., 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 from entering your aquarium. And like so many things uh, in our evolving practice of perfecting the Blackwater Botanical Style Aquarium, developing, testing, and following some basic protocols is never a bad thing. And understanding some of the hows and whys of the process and the reasons for embracing it, I think those will hopefully instill into you, our community, uh, the necessity and the pleasures of going slow, taking the time, observing, tweaking, and evolving our craft for the benefit of the entire aquarium community, people that haven't even tried what we're doing yet. The practice of botanical style aquariums, it's, it's still very much open source, and we're still writing that best practices, and everybody's invited to contribute to this. One other thing I wanted to talk about before I sign off for the day on this one is a lot of people ask me, you know, I'm going to use the, can you use the tea? They call it the tea from uh, boiling the botanicals. And I say, sure, you could, but you have to think back to why do we boil these things in the first place? We boil them to remove the pollutants, contaminants, uh, any or excess organics, etc. And sure, there's an initial burst of tannins and the water is nice and brown and smells good as a result. But do you really want to release a concentrated stew of the very things you're trying to keep out of your tank into your tank? Yeah, sounds kind of funny. Now, I know a lot of people do this and, and have no issues whatsoever. And again, I could be accused of being too conservative. I am kind of the old-fashioned kind of aquarist. I believe in let, let the nut nature do what it's going to do. Let the materials uh, submerge in the aquarium and release the tannins and humic substances and all that good stuff naturally over time and then replace them. I don't think using that so-called tea is going to give you that much more of an advantage. Plus, how much of it do you use? There's really no dose required. In fact, again, it's an evolving art. It's something that we're all involved in every day in this part of the hobby, and we're all contributing to that state of the art. And I hope you keep sharing your ideas, your experiences, your successes, and even your failures with us. That's how we all learn. It's no shame in trying and failing. In fact, there's more shame in trying, failing, and not sharing it than there is in just failing. So I want you to stay engaged, stay fascinated, stay observant, stay excited, stay involved, and most important of all, stay wet. Until our next episode, thanks very much. I appreciate you stopping by. Feel free to email us or DM us on Instagram or Facebook if you have any questions. Always glad to take questions from our fellow hobbyists. Thanks again. Have a great day.